Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, your host, the boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. <laughs> Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studio is my nearly silent co-host, co-host Arthur Gabris. And also joining me in the High Mighty Studio is first-time guest, long-time friend. Yes. Uh, we've been performing together on and off since I moved here. And guys, it's Lauren Lampkiss. Hi. Actress, comedian, podcaster. Um, it, it was so amazing to watch you do that intro. And I've heard people say that on the show. And I was like, it really is. It really is. It's insane. I, it's really fun when I, I can tell like five seconds into that intro if the person has ever listened to the podcast. Yeah. Or they're, they're like, all of a sudden oh like, oh, what am I in? This guy seemed like he was like intelligent over email. <laughs> I always feel bad. I'm like, oh, just as a heads up, if you don't listen to the podcast, I'm going to scream stuff that I don't know what it means. I think it's cultural appropriation. <laughs> uh, Lapkiss, we're going to talk about television. Yes. Because you were just uh, out of the country and crushing podcasts based on your Twitter feed. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I'm i now back. So I'm like just doing the rounds on the ship. But I was listening to so many podcasts when I was in London because I and I realized something about it because I've like people are always talking about how they love podcasts like when they're at work or whatever. And I get it totally like you're kind of doing something and you want to distract yourself or make the time go faster. But I was like really lonely for most of the time. I had so much time off. And so I started listening to podcasts like that I haven't necessarily listened to like a bunch of people that I know where I'm like, oh, I'm going to just like throw this on and see what it is. And then I felt like I was hanging out with them. It's like people that I'm like acquaintances with, like Jamie Lee's podcast. Listen yeah. to a lot. Like I, we've only like talked a few times in real life, but like I felt like I'm like friends with her now. Right, like I have right. this like connection. 
And it really just also like made me feel like I wasn't alone. Like I would listen to it like any podcast like Doughboys and yours and so many people like walking around town. And the second I got in my apartment, I'd turn it back on and like loud. Like <laughs> I like needed the sound of conversation because I wasn't talking to anyone most of the time. I'm the same way if I'm work- like if I'm at home all day long and uh, my wife's at work, I'm just like listening to podcasts while I do whatever, like until I have to like do something that requires thought. Like yeah. if I'm just running errands or cleaning or walking the dog, I'm listening to podcasts and I am the same way. Like, and now you like, as you become like, as you listen to your friend's podcast, which is something that wasn't a thing previously. Right, exactly. And now it's like, now I got to text Mitch and Nick about fucking dope. I got to say like, guys, you're wrong about Sherbert. I know, or I know. <laughs> and I heard your Nugget Power Hour and it was the most insane. Literally, I have to tell you, when it first started playing, I was like, I want nuggets now. Like, this is, sounds so good. And they're also hungry, and I'm hungry, and I want it. And like, I never eat McDonald's, and I was like, I got to do this. And then by like 10 minutes in, I was like, I'm going to throw up just listening to you guys. It was so disgusting. I never, I honestly, that was over two weeks ago, and I think I fucked my body. Like, I think it's still messed <laughs> I up. I heard Tiffany, I didn't hear the whole podcast with Tiffany, but I heard her saying that you have like had to get over it. Yeah. It was like a bad week after oh my I God. ate like, like that. what did you feel like? I felt like this is like too way too much information but like i never passed it like no, it was that just like sense. wedged in my chest like it, it was so much it meat. just i guess it's real meat but but still it's like if you imagine the surface area of a nugget and then times <laughs> that by 60 that's just you that's like a coffee table <laughs> co- of fried skin oh, you know yeah that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> i will say that i like literally wrote an emotional roller coaster whether i thought it was gross or not i was yeah. like like a coffee table full of fried skin i'm like ooh, yum wait no <laughs> gross <laughs> act, act like a human uh all right lapkiss before we get into talking about television we're gonna read some reviews of my podcast mm-hmm. and as always listeners if you rate me five stars and roast me in the comments i will read them on air hey here's a couple of new stipulations <laughs> this is ironic. I was gonna say, stop telling me about how shitty the sound is on my podcast. <laughs> as a, as a chopper hovers, <laughs> <laughs> because my windows are open and it's not a soundproof room. And you haven't tried to close the window. <laughs> Once I'm a landscaper, just landscape like right outside the window throughout a whole podcast, and I just put it out. Dude, I just had someone at my house recording a podcast, and I've never had, I've never tried that. Like they needed a place to do it. I was like, you can come over. And of course, like the second it started, it was my dog. Was barking there was like a landscaper outside i was like these are the things when i hear someone else i'm like put the dog away and it's like my dog was just running around put the dog i, to I sleep. didn't put it away <laughs> someone euthanized that dog i'm trying to open a Lacroix while i balance his microphone <laughs> oh i just licked my own mic at least it was mine okay so here's some uh here is uh yeah guys let's let's keep it remember i'm not gonna read it if it's positive and it better it better not have to do with like actual sound production. I don't give a shit. Okay, here we go. This review is from 3737, named, and the title of the review is John Gabris. Remember that fat guy from that one college humor video from 2011? Wouldn't you love to hear his podcast? Of course you don't. <laughs> oh, that's really great. Thank you. Of co- uh, oh, Five out of five. Never miss an episode. Love you. Bye, bye, bye. Guys, I don't even need that back half bullshit. I, 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 <laughs> just I'm, the insult. I'm here for just the insults. Um, that's They're really, really good. good. People are getting really good at roasting, I feel like. Yeah. Like when people roast Mitch on Doughboys, I'm like blown away by some of the insults they come up with. <laughs> like, yeah, it's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen for like 100 episodes you like, and you, you can just 
continue to think of mean shit. This yeah. Like, <laughs> I go on Doughboys and just have to roast. Both I know. It's always great. <laughs> <laughs> um, they really they really are good at this. <laughs> um, it's a podcast. OK, this is fucked up. Uh, this is from Greg Money Ampersand Money Sign Ampersand. John Gobris once regrettedly referred to his show as WTF for retards. <laughs> but I think it's more like don't get me started for retards. OK, that's a kind of a weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very inside. I, I don't have to read the part where I call myself out for political incorrectness. <laughs> um. Yeah, interesting. I like that you bumped me down to another HeadGum podcast. Don't get me started by uh, the wonderful Will and Anthony. Um, all right, here's uh, here's the last one before we get into... Here's the last me talking about myself before I scream about myself <laughs> to Lapkiss during our TV I can't talk. Wait. I cannot wait. Uh, this is from Maximilian Barf Turo. Uh, the subject line is, who thought this was a good idea? Fat grab butt looks like the love child of Gimli from Lord of the Rings and the Long Island Medium. I oh hope God. John Rees Gavies slides himself into the Applebee's universe so he can kill himself with boneless chicken wings platters and I don't have to listen to this garbage oh anymore. My God. <laughs> Very hateful. Oh, here, uh, here, here, here's one more that uh, shouts out someone you know, so I'll, I'll oh, get okay. into it. This guy is from, oh, this is from Vince Majestic. This guy is from Long Island and won't let you forget about it. That or the fact that he has daddy issues and he was under 300 pounds at one point. Instead of remember the Alamo, he just wants you to remember his freshman year in college. Ben Rogers and Ryan Stone Stanger are the real gems here. John Gabris is only a fat, hairy vehicle to let those guys do the important work. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will say I like to call out factual inaccuracies. I am not hairy. <laughs> I've been called like an anti-Semite. And I'm like, to be fair, I don't have any back hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god alright guys Amazing. as always rate me five stars roast me in the comments and you could you too could hear your iTunes handle read out loud <laughs> it is very exciting <laughs> what a dream <laughs> I do like when people follow up on Twitter like you read my roast I'm like thank you no like, yeah it is like I think it's exciting it's like getting a shout out on TV or something like <laughs> <laughs> the bar has been lowered but I always wanted to do that when I was trying to come up with my own idea for a, my own like hosted show I wanted to do like at the beginning of each episode I read negative reviews of my show. Like if I was Jimmy Fallon, Magic came out. He's like, I helped start Trump's revolution. Oh my god, it'd be amazing. Who be imagine have some self awareness? I know that. That's what almost all those people are missing. I know it is really sad. I mean, that's what most of us Hollywood people are missing. No, is... I know my problems. <laughs> no, I know my problems. My fans scream them at my face. I, I get all the comments. I see. I know what's wrong with me. I don't need a therapist because I read YouTube comments. <laughs> yeah, about exactly. Myself. And I just beat myself up for months. <laughs> but Lapkus, let's talk TV. You're yeah. a longtime TV fan. Yes. I feel like I just watched. This is something that I, like my friends growing up didn't do. I feel like I was the only one. I watched like every show ever and all the reruns and like all the shows that were like before my generation. Like 
I have like a deep well of That's TV. so awesome. Yeah, yeah, I felt like the same way growing up with movies where I was like, my friends were like, what do you mean you like know the release date of a movie? <laughs> or like you've seen, have you seen this director's other movie? But then TV was just became that as it went on. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, was now it? I feel like people with the internet, you can like have all the answers. But like we got the answers just from the actual experience. I talk about this way too much. But like I remember being a freshman in college and my brother calling my cell phone and being like, what was the name of that movie with the guy? Like, you know, it was oh, like yeah. two in the morning and he was with his friends and I got to like answer it and seem like a fucking hero. Yeah. And now, now I'm nobody. <laughs> that was my best the inter- moment. <laughs> the inter- it was one of the best moments. And one time in college at a blockbuster video, um, the guy, I was, oh my God, landscapers. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna walk and close we the window. We do have to try to close while it. we keep recording. Don't you worry, Lapkiss. No, it's I'm good. gonna hover over you like a lunatic. I'm excited. I'm so glad they're here today. <laughs> is this one? Oh wait, should I, I try to get it? Yeah, you try to do it. This is all part of the fun of the <laughs> podcast here. It's so loud. It's so loud. They're like in our face. Well, hopefully they'll wrap up this side of the house yeah, quickly. The shrubs. <laughs> Guys, it makes it sound like I live in the lap of luxury having a landscaper, but I live in an apartment building and they're doing my apartment building. LA is all landscapers all the time. I just feel like they're just always out there whacking shit. <laughs> they gotta, they're whacking weeds all the time, these motherfuckers. Oh, uh, one time I was at Blockbuster Video. Uh, we were in college with Tiffany, who was just a friend then. Oh. And her group of girlfriends. And we rented some movies. And the guy at the booth was like, I'll give you all these movies for free if you can tell me the actor who plays Ernest in Ernest Goes to Camp or oh, whatever. Oh my God. And I was like in the back and I just like leaned forward and was like, Jim Varney. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> oh shit. All right. Free movies, guys. That's and like, like a movie moment. Like I work at the video store and if you can name the actor, <laughs> it's like so ridiculous. I got in the car with like all these girls, including Tiffany, <laughs> who I had a crush on. I was like, I'm a fucking legend. Did she love it? <laughs> she didn't care. like, whatever. <laughs> She did say, I said shotgun when we walked back to the car and she said, we were still friend, just friends at this point. She said, shotgun, Gabrus's face. And I oh. was like, Ugh. Yeah, that'd <laughs> be we drove very home, exciting. Like, dick tucked into my waistband. <laughs> you were like 18. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I hope I get the opportunity to do that. <laughs> uh, what was like, what were your early shows that you remember being like, uh, and content, because you said you got into like, older generation well yeah I was like watching like different strokes and like head of the class and like things like that when I was like they were from like years before Mm -hmm. but I was in and I was also into things that were beyond my age range like I was five I loved 90210 Mm -hmm. I watched it all the time at five yes. you loved I remember distinctly kissing the TV when uh, Brandon was on TV oh you I was like I was that, so excited but not Brian Austin Green you were um into- I think later I went through faces with all of them and my godfather gave me all the 90210 dolls when I was little I so I had like they're like Barbies that were 90210 <laughs> And I had the whole collection because he was amazing. He was like, "There's literally like a dude." <laughs> he's whacking right my outside hair, the like, window. his <laughs> hair is caught. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just like, calmly roll with talking. It, roll with it. Please, for the sake. Of- <laughs> um, well, I had this Godfather who uh, was like Greek mafia. We basically said, like, "I mean, we don't know. You know, it's very up in the air what was really going on there." But he also owned a Burger King, so <laughs> I would get like all the cool toys from Burger King, like when they had like, all the Simpsons toys. Do you remember when they had like those yes. dolls? I got all of them. 
And he got me like all of the Nano Two No dolls. Um, and I was a little kid. Like I watched that show like way really young, and it's totally inappropriate. I watched Nano Two and pretty young too. Yeah, because like kids in my school were wa- like girls were watching it, so I did like the whole like watch it so I have something to talk to them about. Yeah, and I would say that I was an Andrea fan just to oh see. Oh my interesting. god, the nerd! <laughs> yeah, Gabrielle Carteris, head of Zag. <laughs> Who's now the head of Zag? <laughs> One union, one voice. (laughs) I mean, look, I would vote for her if I voted in that kind of thing. If I understood, if if I I understood what it meant or what was happening, I did get the SAG catalog recently, and I or like the magazine, and I was like flipping through. She had a whole article in there, but yeah, but yeah. What else? I watched Golden Girls was a huge one for me when I was little. Were you a a Saved by the Bell person? Yes, I think Saved by the Bell is like one of the more ubiquitous like. People our age have seen every I've episode. seen every episode a thousand times. Same with Full House. Like I've, I could yeah. just like go out done a whole well with all that. But it was so weird. This is the first time I felt like old, I think, in my life was very recently. Uh, Wild Horses, my improv team, did a show at USC. One of the best. Ah, oh, thanks. And uh, we did this. We did our podcast there. And usually for our podcast, we talk like amongst ourselves and then do improv based off the conversation. And... We were talking about, I was like making Saved by the Bell references, like, and it was getting no response. And then I was like, do you guys even, do you guys know what it is? Like, I literally was like, just answer me. Like, have you seen it? And they're like, yeah, or whatever. But it was like, there was like one person who was like, yeah. (laughs) But I was like, I don't think they even know what it is or what I'm talking about. Or like, if they have seen it, like, they don't get my references that are like deep cuts or whatever about it. And also, so I, we left there and I was like, I think I'm 100 because I feel like all my references were like not oh, yeah. for Oh, yeah. I mean, by the way, do not go walking around a college campus in your 30s. It was disgusting. you feel fragile about your age I, at all. I was looking at them going, they're 12. Like, I was really blown away but because I've never really felt, I haven't felt old yet, yeah. really. But like when we were growing up, like I always use this example, like when you talk about Saved by the Bell and the younger generations are like, what? But like when I was growing up, I knew about Cheers. That's my thing. And I and I had seen it all. No, but I also right. like knew all the shows and I still feel like when I'm on like podcasts with like Paul Tompkins or Scott or they're older or like they have like a different well, but I know all the shit they're talking right, about. Right, yeah. But I'm like, dude, it seemed like they didn't know. And maybe if there are college kids out here listening and they're like, no, we all watch it on Netflix. Like, fine, tell me. But like, I don't, it did not seem like it was going right, over. Like Friends is like very popular with, uh, yeah. Uh, with, like is that kids, considered yeah. like a throwback to them? That I, must be. It has That's to be, right? weird. It's That's like so weird. Friends is to college kids as two girls, a guy in a pizza place is to <laughs> I us. Watch that. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I was an early Ryan Reynolds fan. No, same. He's so cute. <laughs> I thought I wanted to be Van Wilder so bad, so <laughs> I just actually, wa- That's crazy that he was on that show. And like he actually became like a super huge star. Like right. I feel like that doesn't happen that much. Right, like Justin Bateman. Yeah, or like Tom Hanks was on Buzz and Buddies. Right, right, And that's right. like super weird, actually, that he... Right, to make the leap not only from like goofy sitcom to yeah. movies, but become America's boyfriend, Tom Hanks. And then they tried to remake that show, didn't they, with Men at Work, where they were like women? Yeah, but and like... And then it was like, like two episodes. Too, it's yeah, like a little touchy now. <laughs> it was like, dude, it's too late for this. But everything's being rebooted now, which is right. so insane, too. We're like completely out of ideas. Yeah, no, 100%. Also, I was looking at the Urban Outfitters website last night, and they have t-shirts for say by the bell 90210 friends like all of our shows are like now like throwback t-shirts where i'm like do they even know what it is like i don't yeah, know like, uh, they're like american apparel selling like a sit ubu sit yeah. shirt. <laughs> oh man that made me feel good inside right okay wait what's your favorite theme song I oh to ask shit you. this is a great question yeah um i will say uh 
Is it called uh, A Different World? Um, oh, yeah. A Different World. The Cosby Show spinoff. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. Oh, okay. Um, the one that's like out of this world. Uh, oh, wait. What's that? Catch a moonbeam in a jar. Oh, wow. Wish on a shooting star. Yes, and it's like the, it's the girl has like special powers. I remember powers, this. And Hold her dad on. was a prism, like a pink yes. uh, diamond. Oh, my God. You're really. That's a really. She deep. was like freeze time. I used to love I that I remember song, that. Yeah. Oh my, her dad was a prism. Yeah, That's maybe. so 80s. No, he was like in there and it would like light up. When yeah, it would talk. light up and like VO would yes. come out. <laughs> so good. Uh, that, DuckTales is up yeah, there classic. as one of my favorite theme songs. And then I would. Which they're remaking now. I know, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Get me on that. <laughs> I want to be Launchpad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> aim low. <laughs> I want to be the guy who's in one episode. Yeah, I was going to say. I want to guest there. star as a bear. <laughs> um, and then I would have to say uh, the show me that smile. Oh, yeah. Don't waste another minute on your crying. Is your favorite theme song the America's Funniest Home Video? Well, <laughs> it is one of them. Well, no. My favorite of all time, well, I have Golden Girls, and then but who's the boss? If I'm really feeling like sad, I can play the Who's the Boss theme song on YouTube. No way. And it genuinely makes me feel really good. Like it feels like I'm doing a drug. Like I feel very like calm. Oh, interesting. I know it's so weird. I feel like very like uh, zen watching that. <laughs> it's so, maybe that's like really sad. That's really, but that's how I felt about TV. Would yeah. be like. Whatever shit was going on in school or at my house, I'd be like, oh, all right, one hour of I'm, I'm still like that a little yeah. bit where I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to turn around and leave the house by eight to go do blank. I'm like, but I have 90 minutes where I could just like inject television yeah. into my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels good. <laughs> it feels so good. But did your parents let you watch like whatever you wanted? They didn't care. My parents were not around much okay, because yeah. they both worked like irregular hours. Like uh-huh. uh, not nine. My mom was a nurse, so she worked weekends and sometimes nights. And then my dad worked like three to eleven, so he was only home. What did well, he do? He worked at Fox Five in the. Oh, like, wow. uh, He was a stagehand for the news, like uh, interesting, like an electric guy, like a grip 3 or something. Three p.m. to eleven p.m. Yeah, because the show was on at ten. So oh, so he you'd was, get home from school and he just wouldn't be there. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't. I I would see him like once every ten days. <laughs> And in the morning, That's like it was about it, like in the morning, yeah. right? But so we would come home from school and just be like latchkeyed out, just being like, "What do we want to watch?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Jeopardy was a huge uh, family thing. I, were, I still watch Jeopardy all the time. I love it. I love Jeopardy. I think I'm so smart. Yeah, I know. When I get it, and when I get Final Jeopardy, I'm like, I will ride that for so long. And sometimes Final Jeopardy isn't actually that hard, like right. compared to the other stuff. Right. But either they don't know what it's going to be, so it's really about the gamble, more about the like what the question. Yeah. It's like uh, 90s TV show theme song. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I yes. bet it all. <laughs> <laughs> the, what was the Who's the Boss theme? Um, I don't uh, need you to like okay, wait, go hold on. into I have a to kind of get there. catatonic state here. There's right a time there. for love and a time for living. <laughs> I take a chance and make uh, hold, make a man's open road and a road that's hidden. A brand new... Oh shit! I'm and then it has like the high part. The, there were times I lost a friend or two, <laughs> found a trail, and at the end was you. There's a path you take care of. That'd be awesome. If we had the like, beat <laughs> drop in at that moment. Oh wait, there's an amazing Golden Girls thing that you need to go look up when whoever's listening to us. Go look up this video. It's this guy doing a Golden Girls. 
I want to call it like remix. Like, I don't know how he would like how it's like labeled, but it's just this guy like in his like bathroom or something that's going like like adding in flair to the theme song <laughs> as it plays, and it's so great. Like hyping up the Golden Girls. Yeah, theme and song, I can like... listen to that forever. It feels like it's like church gospel-y sort of like yeah, and it's like so. Thank you for being a friend. It's amazing. But yeah, the America's Funniest Videos theme song is a favorite, and I used to watch that all the time. That was huge in my house too. Yeah. Because I guess it felt like, I don't realize, like, I wonder how I was affected by watching thousands of hours of pe- of adult men being hit in the genitals. <laughs> like, think about Bob Saget. Like, when you think about him as, like, how we know him now as, like, this kind of, like, dirty comedian or whatever, doing that show and Full House at the same time, like, who could we think of who's, like, so... Like actually fucked up. Who would have to be? Who'd be doing that? It'd be so weird to watch. Like them. like if Jezelnik. Yes. <laughs> like two, <laughs> or like or, or like Brett even Gelman. like yeah. And they have to just be like really genuine about it. It would be so twisted. That's yeah, so see, weird. Seeing someone like Anthony Jezelnik doing like a straight, like all right, welcome back, kids. I know, and, and even like, like doing the voiceovers over the videos where it's like, no, I want to go over here. See this? Whoop! You know, it's like there's nothing ironic about the it. Jackalope. Yeah. Oh my god, the jackalope. That is so funny. America's Funny Home Videos was fucking crazy. It was. It's still on. They were so staged. I know so many of them. So are. many of them are staged. It's like, why are you filming your husband putting the American flag up? Oh, his pants fall I down know. on the ladder. Pants falling down really does seem fake, right? Because it's not something that happens like just. It doesn't just happen. Your pants just fall down. It's I mean, have your pants gradual. ever fallen down? One time, I, <laughs> one time I got pants at an improv rehearsal. Oh um, no! Matt Moses went to pull my pants down as a joke and pulled my underwear down too but i was stretching like with my arms above my head so my entire team was facing me and i my hands were just too high to get down in time and it's like i'm just looking at ellie kemper shannon (laughs) o'neill like we had like no it was like three or four women three or four dudes and they were just like and i was just like my dick was out i was like oh my god Charlie Todd had to call rehearsal because we were just like laughing too hard. <laughs> yeah, you can't do a scene after that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I got pants in middle school. This was like a thing all the girls were doing in my middle school where like everyone would run on gym class and pants you because you had like the elastic right, shorts right, on. Right, right, right. And it was terrifying. That's it was awful. like so stressful. That's like, carry level shit. I know. It's so mean. Yeah. Oh, it was so scary. Yeah, like <laughs> having like people. Black is a big doodle in her pants. <laughs> yeah, like, they no. always saw my poo. <laughs> I always that. It's my fault wearing those big, clear rubber underwear. I just like them. They're comfortable. Oh, my God. Do you, did you have like a TV ritual? Was it like this was the day you liked watching TV the most or like oh. the way you liked watching well, TV? Well, two things just popped to my head immediately when you said that, which was TGIF and Snick. Ah. Two amazing moments in life. If we had TGIF now, I would watch it. Like, I feel I would like DVR that. Like, I think it's like I like the idea of having like an event sort of every week. I mean, we can't do it anymore because no one cares. Right. Must see TV was like the most recent. Like Even right? Thursday when Friends was on on Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, and Thursdays was like the big night for it was like Friends and Seinfeld. Like, yeah. HBO sort of has that with Sunday nights. Yeah. But I don't like, even think about like what shows like what day my show is anymore. I just kind of right, like DVR right. and when it shows up, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love like on a Monday morning when you're like, "Oh shit, right?" There yeah, was a new yeah, blank yeah. Last night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I used to really love like Snick. It was it was very that was kind of a family moment. 
What were the, some of the Snick shows? Remind me. Are you afraid of the dark? Oh, shit. How scary was that opening oh, credit? The whole thing was so scary. With that fucking clown face. Nothing scarier than a swing swinging by itself. I know. Well, I always, my brother and I could still quote certain things like that from that show. There's an episode that I'll never forget. <laughs> it's not interesting. But it's like uh, this little boy who keeps showing up um, and being like, I'm cold. And he turns out he was a ghost who like and they gave him a jacket or some shit. Like it was like very dumb. But he's this little boy who'd like pop outside the house and be like, I'm cold. <laughs> I think about it a lot. I think about the uh trapped in the mall uh like oh, yeah. video game kind yeah. of like because that's the show really it was Twilight Zone for kids. Oh right. Yeah. How but, obvious. But that was that's an a weird pitch. Yeah. Like a scary show for children because it was truly a little scary. Yeah, oh no, it was very I mean it was totally scary. <laughs> I would get totally scared by that show. And oh, and I also like Oh, do you watch Hey Dude? I loved it. Watch out <laughs> with those killer cacti, cacti and the man eating jackrabbits. Jack Hold on. I have two distinct memories from Hey Dude that I cannot get out of my head. Right, you what? ever have that thing where you're like why is this little inf- piece of information yeah. still in my brain? Yeah. Two things from Hey Dude. The episode where they have a bake off and they don't have brown sugar. He only has white sugar. So he adds soda to it. What? And then it ruins the cake and he loses the bake off. That's one thing I remember. And Insane. then the other episode I remember is they hypnotize one of the guys to whenever they say snare drum. He goes, oh, oh, oh. Ah! And it makes no sense. But it's burned into my head in perpetuity. That's really funny. By the way, look at Arthur sitting like a little person. He's so cute. <laughs> on, on the back of his butt with his legs out like oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, and that woman who married Ben Stiller was on that show. Oh yeah, Melanie. Uh, she played Melody. Right, but her name. What was her is, name? It's not Melanie Griffiths. That's no different. But I love her. She's it's on so the, funny. It's on the tip of my tongue. She's from Dodgeball too. Taylor something Taylor. Yeah. Um, and I thought Brad was so hot. Like uh, I loved all the girls with long brown hair. I wanted to be them, like Kelly Kapowski and Brad on. Hey oh, Dude. Kelly Kapowski was like I, I drink <sighs> like like Kelly Kapowski. And then Jenny McCarthy on Singled Out, like truly oh, affected, wow. truly singled affected out. John Gabrus's like sexual identity. I loved Singled Out and Chris Hardwick, yeah, which is really funny. Who's st- who's mean, still doing stuff every now and again? I feel yeah, <laughs> I feel like he is the same age as he was on that show because I was so young watching right, it. That, that like, twenty five looked like yeah, a grown man. It's the yeah, same as yeah, anything at that right. point. Yeah, and when you're a kid, it's like twenty five to fifty is like. A grown your up. old guy yeah. <laughs> yeah so weird um oh and i just thought another one your shorts and i always think of a certain episode of that where they put first of all they thought that, i think they thought there were ghosts or something so they put toothpaste all around their bed it was like a way to keep a ghost out and then there was zeke the plumber i don't know if you remember that yes and uh it was a very creepy uh episode where they were scared of zeke the plumber it was like a like a spooky it was episode. like a spooky episode yeah uh that's a great theme song too. Camp oh yeah, Anawana. We, we hold you in our hearts, hearts but when, when we think about you, it makes me wanna fart. Camp Anawana, wanna wanna think. Think Anawana, wanna live. Anawana, wanna hug. Donkey Lips. Donkey Lips and Budnick. Budnick was the lead singer of a 90s metal band called Bad for Good. Interestingly enough, That's another Rilo- guy, no, another guy from that show who I can't think of his character name, he Pinsky or uh, okay. He was in Jenny Lewis's band. Yes. And they both went off to major success. Like How he was it? in Rilo Kylie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wasn't um, Jenny Lewis also on that show? Oh, was she? Oh no, she was on um She was in The she Wizard. She was on 
Oh, but she was on um, You Can't Do That on Television? Or yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's what she was yeah. on. Yeah, oh. which I loved too. And I, I loved anything where you get slimed and Double Dare was great. Did you like the Nickelodeon sort of uh, sports game show kind of oh, things? Yeah. Like Legends of the Hidden Temple? Absolutely. Guts. Yes, yeah. Guts. Oh my God. Let's go Agro to Mo with the leaderboard. <laughs> 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 that was, again, uh, uh, American Gladiators for Children. <laughs> yes, wait. And what was the show with, um, or maybe she was eventually on Guts, the woman with blonde hair, Summer... Sanders? Summer Sanders, yes. What was that? Oh, I don't remember what she did, but she did do something. Okay, wait. Here's a show no one ever remembers. Um, uh, Wild and Crazy Kids. Wild and Crazy, crazy kids. kids. Hey, what's up? It's me, Donnie Jeffcoat. And he was so hot. <laughs> Donnie Jeffcoat. You just pulled it out. That's so good. And uh, Omar Gooding. Omar Gooding. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother. It makes so much sense now. He, he lo- looks just like he him. He looks like a heavy set Cuba. Oh my God. And wait, who is the girl? I don't remember I the don't girl remember at all. The girl. Oh, damn. So sad. I remember being like, I wish these uh, wild and crazy kids would come to my high school so I could like jump off a high dive in a blue t shirt or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, the what fuck. even was it? I don't remember. I remember like popping balloons that some had shaving cream in them and some didn't. Like, I just yeah, remember it was, like, it was all like, like real day games. Yeah. yeah. It, it was oh my god in hindsight wild and crazy kids was a tv show that went to various places and just hosted a like field day. a field day <laughs> it's so simple it's wow, so smart we, we should do that for adults we should <laughs> that would, would be entertaining <laughs> i feel like this is this t- i would like a wild and crazy kids t-shirt if i could get my hands on that oh shit. like one of those yeah. neon ugh, it was so good there, there's a pink team with the girl oh no i think maybe donnie was pink donnie was pink i think but there was a girl yeah. it, it was like a great nickelodeon makeup white guy black guy girl <laughs> i know so perfect uh, i fucking loved wild and crazy i kids. did too so good it makes me think of summer and it's so sad because i'm like shouldn't i be thinking of like being outside but like so many of my memories are like me watching TV with like the window open yes well summer was the time when you could watch TV during the day so much right yeah it's like different programming do you remember Stick Stickly yes Stick Stickly with the news oh Uh, and do you remember his song because I can still sing it oh right to me Stick Stickly P.O. Box 963 New York City New York State 10108 you can send him a letter let's mail him something So sad. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's the same thing with my brain. Is like I can't even. I, I forget shit. I can't memorize lines for an audition Ugh. whatsoever. But I have these things like burned into. They're my They're just head. there yeah. forever. Now, did you watch Full House growing up? Yes. Um, Full House, uh, Family Matters, and Step by Step were big. Family Matters. Oh, Step by Step. Roseanne is a classic. Roseanne, Roseanne is still them. very good. Like there are some shows that that I stand can't the watch test Full of time. House anymore. Okay, wait. I just watched all of it from season one to the end with my boyfriend because <laughs> he had never seen it. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It, it was, was a self-chosen nightmare. We couldn't stop. There were points we'd be like, I hate them. Like we'd be screaming at the TV. Like every time they would do like their stereotypical, like little thing, like Joey would be doing like cut it out. We'd be like, fuck off. Like we get so mad, but then like, we just want another one. It was like so addictive. Oh my God. It was a, what it was, was it? What, what was it that made it annoying now? As- um, it all sucks. I mean, it's truly. It's very trans. It's very sick. It's very it's uh, so, formulaic. Yeah, it's so formulaic, but it's like, I mean, I still loved it. Like, I would laugh genuinely and he would be like, you're laughing at that. I remember uh. like, but it's still good. Like, I, I hate it. I love it. It is everything. Then we watched all of Saved by the Bell and the college years because wow. he had also never watched that. I know. The I don't college know. College years. College years. Uh. Okay, wait. Do you remember? Was that like Lyle Azedo was like the football guy? Oh, I don't know the the, name, but there was like that big big guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That show, uh, we're standing at the edge of tomorrow (laughs) and it's all up to me how far I go. 
standing at the edge of tomorrow. Today, 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 today. <laughs> I remember Friends Forever. Oh, uh, yeah. From Zack Attack. Definitely. Anytime they did a musical thing. Or, you know, there were so many times on Save by the Bell where they would lip sync a song like at, at the max or something. Like as if this was uh, things that occurred often in high school. When they, like, and they'd be performing and they'd yeah. be singing like a 50s song yeah. <laughs> um, but like obviously lip syncing like, like Barbara Ann in that oh. episode when they're staying at the summer house it's like yeah. Barbara Ann they're like sliding in they're doing <laughs> risky so business dumb. but to Barbara Ann yeah. it's so humiliating it makes no sense but I love the Malibu Sands episodes it was like this is my equivalent for me in my head and you, I'm sure you didn't read Babysitter's Club books when you were a kid I, did, I read a few okay. for the same reason I watched 90210 okay oh to trying try to get to in with the girls ladies, yeah. okay so there were like the regular Babysitter's Club books that were all past but then every once in a while there'd be like a fat one that was white and they had these like special ones that were white because it would be like a vacation or like a special episode like uh, episode is a book yeah, yeah but like i consider the malibu sands to be like the white babysitters club books <laughs> like it was like they're in a different location it's like it's unique it's a more interesting story like now that was if let's re refresh my memory and i mean if listeners <laughs> have any idea what we're talking about i know i'm like so excited though. this is I fine can't. this is not for anyone else but us <laughs> um that was Karosi, right oh and that was the summers they like decided that they were like we have to have these kids not be in school at some point right. because it makes no sense that they've been in high school for like 10 years. Now there's a car alarm. They all up. would work at Malibu Sands, yes. which is like a country club. For Where the do summer. you think they filmed that? I don't Probably like Santa Monica or something. Right. We were Someone the other day was just talking about it because it felt like they wore like green polos. They had white polos with a green accent wow, and then yeah. like green shorts. And it was Stacey Carosi and her dad, right? Yeah, and that's Leah Remini or whatever. Yes, yeah. Um, and she's always been tough ever since she was a Like teen. she's always just been the ball buster woman. She's like, you don't even care. Like she's like talking on the side of her mouth. Like, yeah, she's like a noir gangster idiot. from like yeah. the age of 16. <laughs> and now she's like made a fortune off of the tough broad act. Like, yes. Good for her. She's great. I know, she's so awesome. Uh, and she right, left Scientology, which is fucking awesome, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, they all looked amazing on the beach. Like Kelly, they had like, she was a lifeguard in her green. Well, then I guess they must have worn red, but I feel like she had a green yeah. uh, one piece. They had a whole volleyball tournament. That was like a huge episode. I remember. And they shit. got this really tall guy uh, who they met on the beach to join their team. And like, it was kind of like a ruse. Like they kind of pretend they were going to date him or whatever. But then it was like, <laughs> or maybe she did start dating him. I don't know, Kelly. But then he broke his ankle and he couldn't Oh, play. I remember. That's when Lisa Turtle blows a guy so she'll he'll join the <laughs> volleyball team. That was Dude, a fucked up episode. Lisa, they had that reunion <laughs> on uh, Jimmy Fallon recently, yeah. but then Lisa wasn't there. I think she's had a lot of plastic surgery. I think Lark Voorhees ha has had it the roughest yeah. in, uh, since, since then. But she shouldn't. She was so great. She was so great. But Elizabeth Berkeley is has had a weird career. Since. I know, <laughs> yeah. but and she was on the L Word too, which was a kind of random place for her to pop up. I think she's so beautiful. I think though it was so weird, like the um, what's that movie that she was in? Not Showgirls. Showgirls. It was so dramatic that like I feel like everyone reacted like really melodramatically about her being in that. Cause like who even cares? It was just that it was just a cheesy movie, but people thought it was crazy that she was in such a sexual movie. And it's I like, know, but it like really is not like any more sexual than an episode of like The Good Wife. No, it's not a really <laughs> sexy movie. And also people now like Disney stars will go off and be in a movie like as soon as they can. Like right, the second right. they're like sexy and not a child, like they're doing all the sexy shit. Right. It's like right. you can't, it doesn't even matter. Like, Eventually she would, she would have to play a woman's role. Plus she was probably 30 when she was on Save by the bell. Anytime, literally this weekend I was away with friends and uh, 
someone said I'm so excited and we literally went I'm so excited I'm so, I'm so, I'm so scared, scared. <laughs> it's so good and I re- since I rewatched that recently it's even dumber because I mean I guess we all knew it was caffeine pills but like watching that as an adult it's even more insane that that's what she was taking right yeah because it's like she's like legitimate like cracked like on meth I know and, like, yeah. and I, I watched some like behind the scenes thing about what, what the fuck is wrong with me but like <laughs> I watched like another 500 hours of content know, about Saved by the Bell how many seasons of Saved by the Bell were there um oh I'm not sure off the top of my head but I want to say like seven or something was it so it was over 100 episodes I think so because oh, they were God. rerunning all the time yeah, yeah. I, I remember that I remember not even ca- I, I, I would be like Oh, I don't even remember when new Save by the Bell was on, but I'd be like, oh, I've seen this one. I'll uh, watch it again. No, you know what? I think it's less than 100 because I feel like it's like, I think it's actually like a lot less than we think it should be. It's surprising. Like you're like, yeah. oh wait, I guess I do remember every episode. And that's why, because there were not that many. Right. But like with Full House, there's like eight seasons or something and it's a ton. And like, I remember them all like so clearly. Yeah. I could quote them like as it was happening. What were some of your so favorite fucked. Saved by the Bell episodes? Oh my God. Um. Oh, when Kelly got a pimple. Okay. That's a great one. That's um, a great one. I, well, okay. I hate Screech with my whole blood and soul. Like I hate him so much You were now. correct. It like, turns out he ended up, he's the monster. <laughs> oh my God. He's so, but then I feel so bad for him like watching it now where I'm like, he was just like made to be the dork but when you're a kid playing a dork that's like next level like i don't know if you'd be able to separate that in your life at no all. just being called the dork all the time and like the, when you're with all these hot people mm-hmm. that'd be hard and then like you know when they would do like press they'd be like screech you're a loser you i know, know. He's like, oh. and then like his like... name was screech which is like <laughs> really mean right yeah it is kind of hard like you need a stronger take on like zoinks you know right yeah. we don't you think like urkel had to do stefan or Kel at a certain point to like show that he was hot like i think he probably requested it. right yeah right i i think that's what's smart is like let's remind america that this is an actor i know they never did that with Dustin. no Dunn. but there was no turning that around yeah but kinda... also this fun tidbit which you might already know is that urkel that character was not really written like that but his mom suggested he dress that way for the audition and that's what totally got him the part. Holy like he dressed shit. like super nerd level. And he was supposed to just be like the neighbor who had a crush. Who was like annoying. Yeah. And then he was the lead of that sitcom. He took over the whole thing. And that could really happen then. Like I feel like that can't happen now. No. Because there's so- no chance to change in, this, no. in business now. It's like the show didn't work. It's like we really liked uh, these two guys. It's like well those two guys you could have we could have put them in way more in the I second I know. Season, and yeah. they just cancel things so fast now too. Yeah. Like things really got a shot. I mean, I think I'm thinking about. Um, Did you like the Johnny Dakota episode where they're like, he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> he's he was, like the music producer, and yes. they find like a clip of a joint in the bathroom yes. sink, and everyone's up. We can't do business with him. Oh my god, he's wait, on drugs. Was he a real guy or? Because I, I think it was the same guy who was on Full House. Uh, there was this singer episode. If you remember the Full House episode where like the pop star came to town and sang to Stephanie. Oh yes, um, yes. I feel like it was that same guy, but maybe it's not. I'm just mixing up in my head. I feel like to me he was also the guy from California Dreams. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Surf dudes <laughs> with, with attitude, kind of groovy, laid back boots, sky above and sea below. Good, Good vibrations, vibrations. <laughs> feeling mellow. 
What are you doing with yourselves? Still ordering takeout? Still eating drive through late at night? Still just eating a handful of Skittles for dinner? Guys, nothing against any of those choices, but make the smarter choice when it comes to food. Make your own food. I know what you're saying. I can't shop. I can't do that. Blah, blah. Blue Apron does all of that for you. It sends you all the ingredients with the recipe. So literally, it idiot proofs it, but it makes you still makes you feel like you accomplished something. Yes, I guess ordering takeout is <laughs> a idiot proof system to get food into your uh, stomach. But think about it this way. Add the nice feeling of, oh, I, I saw every ingredient that went into this. I know exactly how this was prepared. I know all of its, uh, like how hot it was. Did it get burned? Blah, 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 blah. What I'm saying is cook your own food. Trust me, it's very rewarding and it's very delicious. And Blue Apron has it all. So the shit's all sustainable and all that's all that important stuff. But more importantly, the upcoming meals are so fun. They're, they're always interesting. And it's like, I'm not sure if I can make that. Like, I don't know if I can make three cheese and baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce, but I know that it's coming from Blue Apron. So I will be able to do it. Baked spinach and egg flatbread with sautéed asparagus. Yeah, yo, guys, it's not all just like lobster thermidor or just burgers. These they go all over the place. Beef teriyaki stir fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice. Yes, please. Uh, highly recommend eating yourself some Blue Apron. All right. Not all ingredients are created equal. Okay, so just use high quality ingredients. Look, I'm not getting into it. It's affordable. You get all different kinds of meals. You. Uh, it's, it's flexible, it's easy, and it's cooking food for yourself and a loved one or buy it for yourself, and it's cheap, easy, healthier than fucking eating uh, uh, cheese fries, unfortunately. Um, look, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash mighty. You'll love how good it feels, tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash mighty. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I know what you're thinking to yourself. Gabrus, your beard looks great, but even better than your beard is how smooth your cheeks, neck, and other unmentioned areas are. And you don't want to know why they're so smooth? It's because I use Dollar Shave Club, believe it or not. I don't shave my whole face, but that doesn't mean I still don't want to treat my face right. So Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. You get a great shave at a great price, and it delivers right to your door. I don't know if you are getting the theme of these things that advertise in my podcast, but they involve... Not leaving the house because sometimes it's too hot. Sometimes it's raining. Most of the time I'm in my underwear playing video games and I just want someone to drop off some razors. And more importantly, well, or as importantly, Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter. This stuff works wonders. Uh, like I, here's the thing about the shave butter. It's see-through. So it's not like you're wondering where to draw the lines, which is ideal if you're trying to shave a, a nice little tight neckline into your beard. So you do yourself a favor and make the smarter choice. Join Dollar Shave Club. Even if you're just trimming your neck and other areas, wink, wink, manscapers, um, for a limited time, new members get their one, their first month of this executive razor with a tube of the Dr. Carver Shave Butter for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. So one time for $5 with free shipping and you get a, a, a good handle, four cartridges and a tube of the shave butter. And 
after your first month, replacement cartridges ship automatically. There are no hidden fees, no commitments. Cancel anytime you like. You can only get this exclu- offer exclusive at dollarshaveclub.com slash mighty. dollarshaveclub.com slash mighty to get yourself that shave butter and that razors that work so well. Just ask my neck. Protect your neck. There was a ba- uh, was the, the basketball, basketball show that was kids? on like Saturday mornings. Yeah, wasn't uh, Keenan in that? Oh, was oh he? no, it, or it was. Now I'm gonna. It was a, maybe a different heavy set oh, black okay. child actor, and I'm a terrible person. <laughs> no, I mean it's all a blur. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, what about what about the Nickelodeon cartoons? Did you watch? Oh yeah, Ren I, and Stimpy. Wow, I loved it. Yeah. But what about like Doug? Yeah, oh, yeah, hundred percent Doug. Doug, what what was? What what else was on TV in this period? Because I'm beginning to think I just saw everything that was programmed for me, and then and then some. I know. I don't know. I mean, I I what else was on at that point with uh, cartoons? Doug, Rocco's Modern, Rockers, Life. Modern Life. Um, I loved that show. I loved there it were too. so it many so good trippy. ones. Yeah. Uh, I really loved. I want to talk about music? I like. No, banging the beats. on a chest can, <laughs> strumming on a street line. <laughs> the Beats World Tour. <laughs> I you <laughs> killer tofu. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know what it was, and it just came out of me. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how like deep this is. I didn't know what tofu was when I oh heard no me the neither song either yeah no yeah I had no idea what that was. I also remember hello can you go BB and it was like they were doing limbo and BB the character was going under the thing it wasn't even a song they yeah. just like sang that I remember another beat song was I need more allowance oh yeah oh, oh. and it was just pretty much like uh, she drives me crazy yes <laughs> um, and the voice of Patty Mayonnaise is on Orange is the New Black really um, and of course because I'm thinking so much about TV I can't think of her name right now oh that's fine um, no one's expected to remember anything I know in the high but she's thing. so amazing when I met her I was like I know her voice and then I had to like figure it out oh that's really Patty funny Manny's. that's kind of why I like watching Adventure Time is where I'm like uh, like halfway through t- my, Tiffany is not good with names actors directors yeah. anything but what she is good is at recognizing voices yeah and she'll have to be like okay I know who that is What's the show with David Duchovny? Uh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that you're thinking of Californication, the daughter. Oh, okay, the daughter. You guys work together. Yeah, we work together on that's that. That's amazing. Because I can't fucking hear shit. I don't yeah. understand it at all. That one's that's a little hard for me. I'm I'm not really good at that in general. Like I can kind of go like I know that person. I don't know why, and I'll have to just like stare at them. Yeah. Voices are even harder, but it's it, I think I only can recognize if like they're very famous or I know them. Right, right. Like it's right, not right, there's yeah. not much middle ground of like that guy was on that episode of whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, this, oh, okay yeah that's the guy from who co-starred in an episode of did you watch law and order and shit when you were kids, um too? a little but not really yeah but i would watch like um like nighttime sort of adult drama shows like ally mcbeal or mm-hmm. like what are other Silk stockings oh god <laughs> quantum leap i watched oh i watched quantum leap for the uh the this was not mentioned on the podcast, but Craig Rowan's podcast. I watched the series oh, finale you? of Quantum Leap, having never seen any episode of the show. Oh wow, it's really weird. He like that's so random. <laughs> no, it was a very weird experience. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, I don't really remember that show very well, but I remember the opening a little bit. But I for Craig's podcast, I talked about Babysitters Club TV show, which oh, I, I would rent remember. from Blockbuster. What? Uh, I didn't even know I, that existed. Yes, I didn't. I mean, have, I'm assuming it had to have. Well, well we didn't have cable from a like a little while in my childhood, which was like it's crazy. I caught up really fast. Once we got cable, I was like all in. But I was like in 
first grade when we got but i was watching so much tv by that point i mean like it sounds like so young like you're like it sounds so fucked up but like i was really doing so like playing so much video games and watching so much tv with my free time Same. Yeah. i mean i know but I, and i think of it now and i'm like i feel like people make their kids not watch tv because it's like really bad like they're like like I, there are so many people where like you know everyone's obsessed with like organic food and all these things and part of that is like and they can't look at a screen, screen time, until yeah. they're two or something which is probably really good but I don't know if I watched TV when I was a baby because my parents. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't my as... parents just like put me in front of a television. Yeah, I mean, maybe like, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to ask them. But like when I was, by the time I was like in preschool and then moving on up, it was like all the time. What were maybe some of the shows your parents watched that you would like also watch? I'm trying oh, to think yeah. of that because that wasn't really a thing in my house, was except for Jeopardy, which is something we all watched together. We all watched The Simpsons together. You know what? We did, if my dad wasn't working on a Sunday night, which was rare, we would watch The Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons, it's really funny. Simpsons is one of those shows where it's like everyone that does comedy that's around our age was like, loved this you like, have to you had to have loved the yeah. Simpsons. it was like the only thing speaking to a certain mindset on television totally. for a long period of time yeah. it was so oh my whole family would watch and this was when i was a little older we would all watch south park together oh wow and mr hanky like killed our family mr family hanky was one of shit. the funniest like when he land when he gives them a kiss on the cheek and then flies away and there's like a big piece of shit on their <laughs> oh cheek my God. that was like when i first saw that i was like this is the funniest thing alive. i was crying i think my whole family like loved it so much it was that's so funny to think about now because like so much has happened with cartoons and comedy from that point where yeah. like that's not that shocking or even that funny like looking back I'm like right. it's fine yeah but like it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen yeah th and they've always done that they've always been like now everyone's doing shock shit but they've yeah. just always been slightly at um wait backpedaling to I feel like I may have told this story on the uh, podcast before is what I was going to say but now I don't remember what the story was but it had something to do with this. <laughs> oh, I may have said this on the podcast before, but The Simpsons like taught me about culture and movies. Like watching it with my dad, I'd be like, "Oh, what's that?" And he'd be like, "Oh, it's a reference to Clockwork Orange." Yes. And I'd be like, what's Clockwork Orange? He's like, "It's a movie. It's kind of a messed up movie." I'm like, "All right." And then I'd like clocked out of like, if I really want to enjoy The Simpsons, the guys who I worship are making this show, and this is their point of reference. Like, totally. I was like, like. The one that comes to mind is the uh, Sideshow Bob episode where he follows uh, Bart and it's like, it's uh, it's uh, Cape Fear more or less. Oh, see, I, that's the thing is that I probably have not even gotten a lot of those illusions from right. it because I just was like watching it and being like, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know to think it was a thing. Yeah. It features one of my favorite jokes ever is that he has die Bart die tattooed on his oh, chest. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, Mr. Sideshow Bob... Uh, you say you're over the blah, 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 but you have, and he's like, actually, no, this is German for the Bart, the, <laughs> and then the judge goes, well, nobody who spoke German, German ever does anything bad. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the stupidest throwaway. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two things. Clockwork Orange was my parents' first date movie. What? Yeah. Jesus. And that, I know. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I know it's fucked up. Um, and wait, oh, and also like, yeah, the, where you get references from it. Like this is something that's really like Scott and Paul have dealt with this. I don't know if you know, like the Mr. Microphone debacle that they deal with online every day. And I'm probably going to like incite it again, but like they, um, talk about this commercial that was on like before our time yeah. with this product or whatever called Mr. Microphone. And it was like this guy in a, in a convertible and he's got these two babes and he's like using a microphone, to, like talk to people on the street. But then the Simpsons makes a reference to it and like, does it like almost, almost exactly. <laughs> 
and everyone is like you're thinking of the simpsons because basically they're like they're like we're thinking this commercial that used to air no one can remember it besides them right and everyone's like no it's the simpsons and it's pissing them off every day that people are like no it's from the simpsons like i know it was on the simpsons but, but the they're simpsons referencing from, the yeah. commercial oh. So Speaking annoying. of weird commercials, remember some weird commercials from oh, you? Oh, fuck, yeah. Mr. Microphone makes you think of Talkboy FX. Oh, yeah. Our kids were home early. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, lo- I wanted one so bad. I had no idea what I could do with it or would want to do yeah. with it, but I wanted one so No, my friend bad. had one and we did make prank calls with it. <laughs> Uh, which was really fun. You would like record it and then yeah. like play it over the thing and like whatever they would say. Hard kids um, were home early. So funny. That's how you get your sister to stop making out with her boyfriend. Oh my God, I remember that. Because uh, Kevin McAllister then used it in Home Alone 2 as like a tie-in. But like it wasn't, oh, I thought it came first. Ooh, maybe. No, maybe. I think it must have been like an ad. Interesting. Because like, or did they make, because I thought they made a talk boy from... The movie. Oh, that could be true too, though. But like, I don't know. Yeah. No, who knows? We got to figure that out. No, we got to get to the bottom. <laughs> Tweet at us with your theories on the talk boy. Someone we just get ourselves emboldened in the same exact like Paul and Scott. I thing. know. It's gonna be <laughs> We're horrible. literally having the ten year later conversation of that. No shit. Talk yes. Talk FX is the uh, uh, Mr. Microphone of our yes. generation. <laughs> oh my god. No, there were so many good commercials. Uh, do you remember Creepy Crawlers? I had that. You had that? Yeah. They like you like baked worms, right? Yeah. It was like an easy bake oven to make to make like bugs. Yeah. And they were like goo. Yeah, I had that too. Oh, I loved that it. That was yeah. the shit. I also had a um EL fudge easy bake oven thing and it was so I used to make little cakes. I loved that. Oh, that's so they awesome. Were that so shit good. got so hot. I know. It's, it's so crazy dangerous. crazy to give like a kid a toy that's just like a light bulb that gets up to four hundred degrees. I know, but I loved making <laughs> creepy like, crawlers. Yeah. It was so fun. Um, and did you have Gak and Floam? I had Gak, not Floam. Oh, but I had Floam was like the bo- uh, the balls, the balls, probably that-, that like are killing animals in the sea right now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they never go away. <laughs> yeah, the amount of shit we just played with as kid, like Nickelodeon was like, like literally was able to monetize boogers. Yeah, it's like goo, <laughs> goo in a jar, slime, goo, Gak. I know. Art, I love that. <laughs> Well, they did have gag that was different colors, and then you get them in the little like splooge packet that was like shaped like a shaped little like a goose splooge. Uh, map of Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there, I had white. There was like a mystery one like that a was pearl. white. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, look, I can put this on my eyes. So <laughs> Get nasty. out of here, son. <laughs> The commercial I was obsessed with when I was a child was Mr. Bucket because it had the lines. I thought of that a second ago when you said Mr. Microphone. And I was the like, balls go in and out of my mouth. Balls go out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, like, like, like sick fuck. fuck. Yeah. Some adults made that. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> there were a bunch of toys like that. That elephant thing that blew up like butterflies. Um, or a slip and slide, which I really wanted. You run, you slide, hit the bump, and take a dive. Yes, it was. It was there in my heart. Crocodile Mile. Crocodile Mile was like the knockoff slip and slide yeah. or something. We set one up in college one time, and we had like a gravel driveway. And I was like, "Let's go!" And I like ran and like I was like Iggy popped myself in like three feet. I was just like, "Oh!" I like got off and I was covered in scrapes and shit. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have one because we had a we had a backyard that was all cement oh yeah yeah <laughs> 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 oh we uh lauren broke her tailbone again. <laughs> yeah i remember there were like my life was like watch a ton of tv see a commercial for something i want 
me and my brother and brothers would say like we gotta get that yeah no way mom or dad will get us that okay moving on like it was just you like, never got it i got, got i got so many things. until like we got to be a certain age oh i think i really was kind of spoiled like at least for christmas and stuff i would get like really cool shit christmas once we started getting video games, I didn't give a shit about anything oh, else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, my I brother didn't... was into all that. and So yeah. I would play like kind of every once in a while and be like annoying and be like, can I play? And like ruin it. <laughs> give you like an unplugged controller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would play like Street Fighter and like Mario Kart. And I was really good at one level of Mar- Mario Kart, um, Bowser's Castle. Okay. And so that would be the one where his friends would come over and I would like be able to beat them. And it was so cool. <laughs> you just like mastered one level yeah. just to hang out. And it's That's the one what... that has total bumpers on the side. Like oh, you can't yeah. fall off. <laughs> You're like, the person who mem- who gets really good at one karaoke song and yes. like, let's go to karaoke yes and i'm like oh <laughs> show me that smile <laughs> i would kill to do like theme song karaoke let's just so let's fun. just do that as a bit show at ucb oh my let's god i would I love just host it theme song karaoke and everyone can get up and do it i would yeah. love to see other people who like who are amazing singers like kill a fucking theme song <laughs> Uh, I remember uh, like me first in the Gimme Gimme's was like a ska band when we were like yeah in and they high did like school. all covers and they did like all covers yeah. like um, I would kill for like a yes like a hip hop hip hop covers of like every fucking uh, theme song from our youth that would be so fucking amazing my friend and I used to sit in her car in high school and listen to theme songs like we would burn them from I guess Napster Wave or whatever files, the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> and someone that would be really horrible quality like and like glitchy and stuff but we would listen to them and just rock out. We would definitely make win amp playlists. Uh, oh, or, wow. uh, that were like um, had uh, movie quotes and yes, we uh, put quotes and the TV songs. TV yes, songs and like out. SNL clips. I would have oh, like all yeah. the Gap Girls and just like memorize it. Lay off! I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. I mean SNL. I I remember like again SNL and The Simpsons kind of go hand in hand with our generation of comedians. It's yeah. Like, I mean, the older generations, everything's like, I would stay up late at night uh, transcribing episodes of SNL. Yes. It's like Judd Apatow's thing. But like, I felt the same way. I could never make it through the first musical guest because I didn't care about music when I was oh, younger. Yeah. So I'd be like, okay. And it's just commercial, musical guest, commercial. I hope I can make it. And then I would just be dead asleep. I know. Yeah. It was really hard to stay awake for that. But then once you could get it online, like that was so crazy. Like, Remember to be able when just SNL audio? moved to Comedy Central in like early 2000s? Oh, like, oh they Conan, had the reruns. Yeah, reruns yeah, yeah, yeah. of Kids in the Hall. Conan yes. and uh, SNL hit Comedy Central. That oh. was on my TV all day, yes. sophomore and junior year. Okay, high wait, school. did you have a TV in your room? I didn't until I went away to college. Uh, no, I did in high school. I got one in high school. I wanted yeah. one my whole life. I got one in like second grade for Christmas. And my brother got one too. Oh, and awesome. so he could put video games on his, and I just would watch Conan and like Dawson's Creek. Well, I had the TV Dawson's. forever, but oh, like, yeah, God, I was a big Dawson. Oh, head. so yeah, once I was in middle school, it was like Dawson's Creek. Um, wait, there was another show that was like paired with that that I can't think of. Oh, um, shit. I can think of it. Hold on, it'll come to me. Oh, not like I didn't watch Buffy. I anything. watched Buffy. I Buffy here. This you, you're getting a here a theme of Gabrus's attempts at uh, becoming friends with girls. Okay. Or, me and Kim Coglin. Shout out to Kimbo Slice. Uh, we used to call each other and listen and watch Buffy together with like the phone. And, wow, like, that's Talk cute. about it during commercials. Oh, I and think stuff. I did that with Dawson's every once in a while. Yeah, friends. Yeah. yeah. I Ugh. loved Dawson's. Yeah, it was so good. I've rewatched a little bit of that, and it's not as 
I don't know. For me, it doesn't hold up. As, I mean, but that said, I watched all of Full House again, so like, you can tell me to fuck off. Like, it's probably way better. Dawson's. Those people all had a little staying power. We're talking about I people know. who uh, are still working. Like a large, James Vanderbeek, Michelle, or uh, Michelle, Michelle Williams, Williams uh, Pacey, who <laughs> Josh Joshua Jackson. Jackson. Do you watch The Affair? Uh, no, uh, oh, but so Tiff does. I've seen a few episodes. I love The Affair, and he's so good on that show. He was so good on Fringe, a show oh, I loved on okay. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever, like, I was thinking about this yesterday, how it's really funny when you're, like, watching a show, and I, but you know everyone's name, so this might not work for you. Yeah, yeah. But I'll be like, like, if I'm watching The Affair, I'm like, oh, Pacey just told that chick. Like, I, like, kind of, like, make up a nickname for all of them. Oh, it's sort of like but- Gay of Thrones, <laughs> you know, where he talks about the, uh, the people on Game of Like, it. That is how you talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, Pacey did something bad, but it's like, I will not call him Cole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of used to do that when I taught improv. I'd be like, <laughs> all right, hat and glasses, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, in my old apartment building, I'd be like, oh, 90s girl is outside, black dude. Like, I just kind of like give everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Short black dude and hot goth guy are arguing again. <laughs> You have just like nicknames for everyone. <laughs> oh no, I don't judge a book by their cover. I just put them in a hall and keep them and there. never change. <laughs> um, are you still as obsessed with? I mean, I feel like you are based yeah, on our previous. Yeah, I mean, co- I am. I I still watch a lot of TV, but I watch so much reality TV. Ooh, so I've kind you... of waned. I've kind of been waning myself off of reality really? TV. I, I used to like. I used to have my favorites, like yeah. Top Chef and. Uh, oh yeah, I don't watch a lot of competitions. I watch oh. like Real Housewives. Oh, see, those, I like competitions more than those mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. I did watch the Great British Bake Off, and I really liked that. Everyone's been telling me to check oh, that out. That? No, no. Okay, here's what's amazing about it, and this would be like my real pitch for it: is that it's very calm, and like they sh- they are not competitive with each other; they're just competitive with themselves, like trying to get do a good job. And it's like a supportive environment. It's really right? supportive. They'll be like really congratulatory of each other, and it's beautifully shot. Like they're in almost like a greenhouse sort of space where it's, I mean, it has like giant windows, and they're in like nature. Oh, that's cool. And so it's not like some shitty dark studio where like everything is gross and they're like you have to do it like and like the competition so fierce yeah. and everyone's mean that's why i like chef's table chef's table is so I peaceful love that. yeah it's so be- it mm-hmm. that's like like stonery like planet earth but with food it's yeah. like beautiful hd shots of like garlic being sliced and i'm just sitting there staring like <laughs> i'm starving we got to go to patagonia and eat smoked fish and creek sign <laughs> are you like a foodie like do you like a little bit yeah, yeah. i like to eat weird th- things that i like i love to chase interesting meals because a lot of food shows don't do it for me as much because i'm like that looks weird like i wouldn't eat that yeah. but chef's table is sort of like a narrative like documentary that one is yeah, good it's yeah. about like the people too right like diners driving and dives doesn't appeal to you too i know much. i have watched like a good amount of it though like, i don't like i don't know why i I've watched, watched like, like hundreds of hours yeah, of that show. I don't know. Like, there was a period of time when I was DVRing it. Like me and Tiff would be like, you want to watch a triple D before dinner? See, <laughs> I like that though. Like when you get obsessed with like a weird show, you're like, I don't even care, but I'm going to watch it every time it's on. Like, I know. That's, uh, that is fun for me. I guess that is just like holding on to like the youthful days what, of watching What whatever. show is that for you? Uh, I have a bunch of them. Um, Shark Tank is totally one of those. Shark Tank is one of mine yes. too. Yes. It's like... I get tired of it because it is so formulaic, but yeah. I often just love it. I love it. I'll always put it on. And there are certain shows like that where you can like do other shit while it's on. You don't really care. I can't stand when someone cries though on Shark Tank. The it's whole... too hard for me. Well, they and then they... when they start setting it up, like yeah, right say, away, they yeah. let you know when it's going to be emotional. Like the like backstory of the yeah. person. You know, you don't get everyone's backstory, which I don't understand. Like, why do we only get the backstory every once in a while? Yeah, only if it like absolutely helps us sort of be on this guy's side. Yeah, when he reveals that his mom died making this slap bracelet or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and I love when they do uh, 
uh, what is it? Beyond? Or no, there was Beyond the Shark, but then like they'll do like an up shark update or whatever. Oh, dude, I have so many strong opinions about the shark updates. Okay, I love the updates. Okay, me too. These are my favorite part of the show. Me too. But wait, did you watch Beyond the Shark or like after the like when the, no. the people? It's like a show that was about them after. Oh no, it was not good, okay. and I do not suggest anyone go out of their way to watch it. It was very much like they were building up they're still trying to sell the product right, like they're just right. trying to show us like how great fucking damon is or whatever yeah, it doesn't I, matter I, I, here's my favorite part of the uh updates yeah um hello uh-huh guys we just got a hundred thousand orders <laughs> yeah know. and it's like and barbara corcoran's there with like a she's <laughs> fucking like, construction yeah. add-on she's like oh here we go it's like with with the help of barbara corcoran we were able to take our business to the next level you know <laughs> That's Barbara's good. insightfulness got us from a hundred thousand oh units a year God. to over a million units no, a year. It's crazy, like that's so, it's so fake. Yeah, but it's also great. I don't know. It I bought so a few works products from Shark Tank. Oh, have you? What's your favorite product from Shark um, Tank? Scrub Daddy is for sure the number one. Oh, fuck uh, Scrub you, Daddy, you the little use, smiley. Oh my face. God! If you're using a regular sponge, fuck off. You need Scrub Daddy. It uh, doesn't get smelly. I'm gonna like, order Scrub Daddy tonight. You need yeah. to. <laughs> um, but Fresh Patch is the thing I was using for my dog. I got it off of Shark Tank. Oh, it's it, like the little grass. Yeah, because I had, my last place I lived didn't have a yard, so I had like a little like slab like patio kind of thing but like I didn't want to take her out to the street every time so I got fresh patch and it's a little piece of grass and then she would just go on that you have to reorder it every like two weeks but still that's yeah. fucking cool it was amazing wow you're like actually using sharks I literally products. love the products <laughs> I worked uh, do you know the director Payment Benz he yeah I don't a, know him but I know of him uh, he is a big Shark Tank fan too yeah. we, we were talking about Shark Tank and we were shooting something together and he like is like eating something. I'm like, what are you eating? He's like, oh shit. Oh yeah. I got these like coffee things from Shark Tank. Oh They're my like God. the coffee packets that you pack a lip with. And Whoa. It's like, it's like coffee grinds in a thing. So it, you it, put it like chew in your yeah, mouth? Yeah, you like pack it in your lip and it slowly releases coffee flavor and caffeine. That's disgusting. I know, a little bit, but I also But also kind of like, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mean, also. <laughs> but also, gimme. Um, so many of the products are so dumb though. Yeah. I just watched one that was like, a guy had these giant belt buckles that had like business cards inside or something I was like no one wants that stop I, but i wonder with those dudes um how much money they make just by getting on an episode that's what they said that then they're like they got all denied by everyone and they were like we're gonna be going viral after this or whatever yeah. and it was like fuck off they just want to use the platform which i mean fine but, but that, like it, but that's the thing you you're just not supposed to say yeah he kind of said it yeah and that's kind of yeah. tacky yeah let's not be so tacky who's your favorite no. shark Oh, um, uh, I like Mark. Uh, yeah. I one time tweeted at Mark, like, <laughs> I wrote, like, I would take a, a thousand Mark kisses at a 2%. Like, I made, like, a whole, like, Shark Tank thing. And he retweeted it and followed me. And then uh, I think I did something on it. Like, I think I wrote back something, and then he unfollowed. And like, ah! it was like, I, like, ruined it. But I'm a Herkovic guy. Oh, God. Robert, he got all new hair. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, his hair is... Well, well, I mean, he just looked... Maybe he didn't, but it looks very <laughs> full maybe in a didn't. way. I also like Damon. I hate Mr. Wonderful. I, I like Herkovic because he's the first one to play with kids, dogs, or toys. He's like, the he nicest. Just, he just immediately, like, smash cut to him with the helmet on, trying the unicycle. He always gets up and does the dumb thing. I know, he's a nice guy. <laughs> but he also... I don't think he's as rich as anyone else because he never buys stuff. Oh, shit, interesting. He doesn't buy as much shit as those guys. I never considered it as being less rich. I would always just think like oh he's being more like scrupulous or whatever is that a word <laughs> i what? think you're close wow i came you're out with circling. something random um i 
would love a show, and I, again, I think I've said this before on this podcast because I'm such a Shark Tank fan. I would love like real metrics on how much money Mark Cuban has made from his things because they say like, I want to be like, he's made a lot of money from this, but uh, you'd be surprised to hear that this $10,000 investment actually en- ended up making him a hundred. Right. Like but the, part, after like, the shark shows, of course, they're not going to give away financial information. No, but about that's these all companies. I want. I right. want to see, and I want to see someone who's failing miserably. I want someone to go like, the best bet I made was the chocolate dip pretzel lady. Yes. I'm making a fortune off that. I want to just know that stuff. I want to, yeah, and I want to know the numbers. I really think that is more interesting because, like, so often, like, you're like, I have no sense of how much money they have, or like, if if they have right. so much money that like these can all fail and it doesn't matter at all to them. Right. Like, like at least just be like, Mark Cuban made over a hundred thousand dollars in yeah. profits in a year, and, and like, I just want to know who who's making the most money off their Shark yeah. Tank investments. Who's like the most successful? Oh, and they must know that about each other. Right. But it's funny because they're so nitty gritty about the numbers when they're making the deal. But then they like never talk about numbers. I know. But I think that's because like if they're a publicly traded company, you don't Mark Cuban can't be out there saying like we actually didn't make any money on these things. People would be like, get the fuck, pull your money. That's really true. Did you watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when you were growing up? A little bit. I remember when that show came out and it was like really exciting for me. I don't know why. I didn't think the stakes felt really high. I was on a game show from the same producers called Studio 7. That was like we lived in a house together for a week. And then at the end of the week, we had to compete in a trivia competition. What? But with like, there was like alliances. This This was like 2003, 2004. Oh my God. Was it fun? It was pretty cool. Did you make, did you win anything? I went to the finals against this girl and this girl won the seventy-seven thousand dollars she beat me holy shit is yeah. that online somewhere i bet you i could find a clip from oh it i'll post God. it if i find it i'll post it with this That's episode so when it comes funny. out funny yeah and and they painted me as like the the big lunatic in the of house course. you know like every shot of me is like when i'm in my underwear like walking through the we stayed at like the top model suite in like oh, midtown manhattan that, so i uh auditioned for tried out for top model did you yeah so when i was in college i had someone convince me to do it because they were coming to chicago for like a big open call yeah and this guy was like this like really like funny gay guy who i knew in the improv community was like you gotta go you got and i was like all right fine so my friend my roommate and i like put together i had to do all these like take photos of myself like in a bikini it's like super embarrassing but mine of course is like funny because i can't handle just like standing there normally right but that's kind of what you were doing you weren't like i'm gonna be an actual model no it was more like far this can go yeah and like it could be hilarious if i got on there like i don't know like right yeah maybe they'd think it was funny if i was like a comedian who was like doing it or something so i like went and auditioned and it was at like a big hotel in chicago and it was chaos and i had to like stand in line for like 10 million years (laughs) already's having a nightmare um and it was really demeaning actually because they had us all like then there were hundreds of girls there and they had us line around like once you got to like a certain point you're in line forever and then we got to like a certain room like a big ball you know like a, one of those like conference rooms and they had us line up like front to back like meaning like my chest was against the girl's back in front of me like we were that close to each other around the perimeter of the room and then turn your head out and they would pass a mic around the room and you had to say your name, age, height, and weight. And Jesus. But then they were like, but they were like yelling at us to get as close as we possibly could to each other so that they could fit more girls into the room. And they're like, get closer, get closer, run. But like you couldn't run. There was an inch in front of you. But yeah. it was like they were saying like to like get that close to each Ugh. other. It like felt truly like the cattle call expression. It was, was like, yeah. truly like being a cat yeah, being cattle. And like 
the, I remember it being like very sad. It took forever. And then I just didn't get past that first round. And then I just went home and it was like, all right. But like, I feel like they couldn't even see anyone's like body or anything. Like not that like that would have gotten me and like I shouldn't have gotten it. But like they weren't looking at anyone. Like it was like they it seemed so random. Like you couldn't they, see anyone. It's so weird. Like we were all like so squished and like Lord, turned. Like yeah. Okay, next. Go home. Next. Yeah. It was yeah. so pathetic. Oh, that's insane. It but sucked. You are going to be on this next season. And yeah, and I hope to win. <laughs> I'm like so glad I didn't get anywhere near that. Like that would have been so weird that and horrible. That would be coming up every time you got an interview about any. Ugh, you know, it would like, be so bad. Cool. We're here with Lauren Lapkus from the set of blah, blah, blah. And so I you were in Mercury's Next Top Model. You fucking, you're like, all right. And I would have been so bad at it because like I like knew myself and my body like even less. I was like 20 and I was like, it just would have been like horrible. I wouldn't yeah, you, have like had any confidence. No, it like, would not have been worth it. No. It, it could have like destroyed you personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would have nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a great moment to end the podcast on a hard-hitting yeah. moment of journalism. <laughs> when I'm where, really sad. When you reveal, like, <laughs> I've always wanted to be a top model. <laughs> and that was my dream. <laughs> <laughs> so instead I fell back on being an actor. Lame. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Um, Lapkus, where can people find you? You could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lauren Lapkus. Yeah, hit us with some... Uh, your favorite shows, your favorite moments from Full House. I or, would love to see. And I, yeah, I would, oh, the Amnesia episode. And there's so much. Right. There's so favorite much. theme songs. Hit us with some oh, of your favorite themes. Send me theme some songs. links. Yeah. Darkwing Duck was a good one, too. Yeah. And I'll send you that Golden Girls. Please uh, do. Thing. Please so do. Good. And Lapkus, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I would like to plug my podcast with special guest Lauren Lapkus. Super, super funny episode. It's an improv podcast. Um, and also Crashing on HBO, which you can see on HBO Go and HBO Now and all the. And things. there's season two will be yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, we're shooting season two this summer. I'm going to be in some more episodes, but I don't know how many or what's dope, going on. Yeah, dope. I'm excited. All right, well, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Uh, I'm at John Gabris on Twitter. No H's. Um, oh, buy yourself a high and mighty shirt at gabris.com slash shirts. And yeah, that's about all I have going on. <laughs> <laughs> you got some shirts going on. <laughs> uh, we got shirts. We got this podcast. To download it. Rate me five stars. Roast me in the comments. Tell your friends. Lauren. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.